Oh, what a clap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double and Ben Variety Show. How you doing? Oh, it's good to see you. Oh, you're such good company. I love having you around so much. It just makes me feel so good inside. Anyway, how you doing? How's everything going? Is everyone treating you well? Is your boss nice to you? How's your family? Have you spoken to your mother? What the fuck is going on out in the world? There's too much shit. You know, I recorded the podcast last week. I released it, and as soon as I released it, all the good shit started to come up. I mean, last week I was stuck talking about Adam Levine's fucking DMs. Do you, do you understand how much of a low point that was for this show? Do you? I, this is the problem with Queen Elizabeth. And I know I said I'd keep my fucking mouth shut when it came to good old Liz, but I can't, alright? Because everyone wouldn't shut up about the funeral, the media kept talking about, oh, her legacy is cemented forever. She is going to live on for centuries. Like, it's like, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't need fucking Sky News telling me whether or not Albani Anthony Albanese's fucking tie is well suited to the funeral. Do you know what I mean? I, like, no one wants to hear that shit, alright? There's not much going on. Yeah, there's some, you know, drama, drama alert and fucking, uh, you know, state politics with good old uh, Victorian liberals. But, you know, we missed the mark on that. But instead, we we're talking about, you know, Adam Levine really needing to see that booty and wanting to name his child after some fucking thought on TikTok. You know, like, it's like, look, at the end of the day, <sighs> it was a low point. I missed out on all the good shit. But it'll be good, it'll be better this week. I promise, I swear to God. I know that's what your dad, a divorced dad probably told you when you were a kid, when he was taking you out for a Happy Meal. You know, it's gonna get better. When really, it probably never did, did it? Your dad told you that, you know, he just came out of a divorce. He hasn't fucked his uh, ex-wife with passion in about 10 years. He's trying to get back out there with the ladies, but his game is really sloppy. But he would tell you as you are shoving those McNuggets down your throat, everything is going to get better. Ask yourself this truthfully. Did it? Did it get better? Did it really? Because, you know, a divorce settlement can fuck anyone up. They'll take half your shit, you know. But, um, hey. The grass is not always greener, my friends. Anyway... Uh, sorry for getting into, you know, every fucking, uh, North Shore domestic story. You know, everyone going through a divorce settlement because, you know, the husband was probably banging the secretary, the mum was probably fucking the soccer coach in the back of the Rav 4. Who's to fucking know? Anyway. Victorian liberals. The Vic Libs. They're going through some shit right now. They're going through tough times. Things are not looking well... They're not happy, uh, you know, they just lost another cabinet member, Matthew Guy is uh, struggling to get uh, the nurses union behind him, he's not doing so hot, they're not doing well, and it, it's looking like Daniel Andrews is about to win in a landslide, you know, but the one person, the one person who is a big cheerleader for the Liberal Party is Rita Panihi. And she had something to say. She had a motivational message. She's not too happy. We're going to watch it. We're going to give this one a squiz. They're spending money on whatever this is. 
One thing to know about Dan Andrews. He's been health minister or premier for 12 years. They're in the middle of a health crisis, but Dan doesn't care. He cut $2 billion from health. What a nightmare. But somehow he still found $35 billion to invest in one train. That's the official Victorian Liberals account on TikTok, where they produce compelling content like this. Did somebody say It only gets worse. <laughs> oh my god this is fucking great exactly who are the victorian liberals uh, trying to reach with this strategy you know, last time i checked 14 year old girls weren't allowed to vote Time for the Victorian Liberals and for Matthew Guy to nuke their TikTok accounts. <clears throat> so, I don't know what the problem is. I don't get it. They're on TikTok. Yeah, 14-year-olds use it, but so do 18-year-olds. This is fucking funny. It's funny because it's terrible. You know, these TikToks are fucking god-awful. Half the TikToks you see anyway when you're scrolling through that fucking app with Xi Jinping staring through your fucking screen, you know... Half of them are shit anyway. Why is she getting upset about this, you know? The Victorian Liberals, like, yeah, look, you need to understand that desperate times call for desperate measures. They're going to fucking TikTok to reach out to a younger audience, okay? Their polling is fucking terrible. They do not have the nursing and midwives union behind them. Because Matthew Guy's healthcare policy plan is fucking dog shit. It sucks. It's not good. There's no specifics, there's no timeline, they're just like, we'll throw $35 billion into healthcare, okay, what exactly are you going to do with those resources? They don't fucking specify. And also, the Liberals, not only on a federal level, but especially on a domestic level, they have a terrible track record when it comes to schools, hospitals, you know, the, just the small things in life, teaching your kids how to read, uh, you know... Making sure they can pull a, a bullet out of that wound after you've been shot when you went to go get a Slurpee at 7-Eleven at 3am. You know, they don't have the proper funding to do any of that. Then what are you going to do? Everyone's over Uber Eats. You can't Uber Eats a fucking Slurpee. It'll melt by the time it gets there. Dan Andrews has all this in mind. Matthew Guy doesn't. Matthew Guy is... Like, one of those fucking nerds in school who was probably the Ducks, and then as soon as he became the Ducks, he tried his first UDL, and it turned into a fucking mess, and he probably got stacks on in the middle of a party while some hooker with the strap-on fucked him up the ass. alright? That is the kind of guy Matthew Guy is, alright? Now he is turning to TikTok, and Rita Panihi is not happy about this. Rita, the reason... They are not winning is not because of their shitty TikToks, okay? It is because of their shitty policies. And I think you know this deep down. Now, I know I say Sky News is funny. 
I know I say you shouldn't get pissed off over Sky News. I meant that with certain hosts, all right? It's a shame that they kicked Alan Jones off. I mean, Alan Jones is a fucking icon, okay? When, you know, ben, I mean, Ben Fordham, Ben Fordham's a fucking tool, okay? The, the fact that Alan Jones has left two shows, 2GB and Sky News, that is a disgrace. That is that that is a stain on this country's flag that it doesn't matter how much stain remover you try to use, it's never going to go away, all right? You know what? Whilst fucking Alan Jones was out there starting race rides in Cronulla in 2005, you know, encouraging looting, rioting, uh, assaulting other people based on, on skin color, all right? Alan Jones was moving fucking mountains doing that shit. Ben Fordham, what was he doing? He was an intern on the Today Show. They probably gave him the coat. The, they probably gave him the job through the fucking casting couch. He probably had to suck Carl Stefanovic's dick just to get that job. He's a rookie. He's a nobody. Alan Jones is a G. He's a leader. All right. And Sky News has taken a true hit ever since Alan Jones left. All right. He's probably in that mansion, probably with some little Vietnamese boy doing God knows what, you know. But hey. The point is, is that Rita needs to understand that it is not the TikToks that is making the Victorian Liberals lose. The Victorian Liberals are fucking terrible when it comes to the public sector, as are the Liberals in general. They just are. Okay? This is not my own opinion. This is based on the studies of economists, political scientists, right? It's because these people don't function a good bureaucracy. They don't keep the machine well-oiled. They, they, they privatize fucking everything. I'm not saying privatization never works, but you can't do that with fucking everything, okay? But that is what the liberals do. That is what the Victorian liberals... Uh, like, they just have a fucking track record of doing this, all right? And you know, you know what? Look in your own home. Look in New South Wales. Gladys Berejiklian. Gladys Berejiklian. Fucking, you look at the public sector, the RFS, funding, gone. You know? Ugh, let me finish my fucking coffee. Anyway. Say so the Victorian Liberals, they're not looking good. They're in trouble. You know, they're, 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 they're making TikToks. Matthew Guy doesn't have a plan. Who's the guy that just um, resigned? What was his fucking name? What was his fucking name? Why don't I remember this? Scott Sampson. He's gone. After eight weeks, he's gone. You know? They got nothing. They got nothing. And they're in trouble, and they know they're in trouble. Ugh. Alright, let's move on. Nord Stream 2 Pipeline. Jesus Christ. Now, there is something we have to watch, alright? There is something we have to watch, alright? Now, I'll give you a quick rundown. Let me get this video up real quick. Where the fuck is it? Let me give you a bit of a rundown in case you don't know what the Nord Stream 2 pipeline is, okay? Um, Nord Stream 2 is a gas pipeline that uh, leaked into the Baltic Sea. Right, it is Russia's pipeline, and it's how they export gas, mine it, drill it, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, you know, I'm saying this in the most generalized, dumbest way possible because, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the best way to explain it even to myself because I'm a fucking dumbass as well. Anyway, right? The Nord Stream 2 pipeline, it's, um, it's always been a huge factor in this war in Ukraine, right? Uh, Germany is very dependent on Russia when it comes to gas exports. Uh, and now that Russia is cutting off a lot of uh, countries in Europe that are aligned with NATO from gas, it has created a lot of problems. That's why gas prices are going up in Europe and they're you know, going up here as well. Uh, we're not as dependent on Russia, but the fact that they're you know, making these sort of cuts, um, it creates a lot of problems, right? It jacks up gas prices, energy bills, all that kind of stuff, right? So really what happens is, is that you know, because this war is going down, um, you know, it's escalated like an energy war, right? Uh, it's really hurting, like, Western economies, and it's sending, like, gas prices through the fucking roof, okay? Um, and essentially, there's always been a big debacle on what they're going to do about the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And the other day, randomly, out of nowhere, according to the news... The Nord Stream 2 pipeline just exploded. It exploded into the Baltic Sea. Um, it just blew it up. And everyone's saying Russia did it. Everyone is saying Russia did it. And the biggest cheerleader of this fact, of this, not fact, let's call it theory, the biggest cheerleader of this theory, accusation, whatever you want to call it, is former CIA director John Brennan, right? He's come out and he says, you know... Uh, Russia attacked its own pipeline. The infrastructure project that Russia invested in that exports gas, mines gas, all that shit, Russia did that. All that money, time, all that, you know, construction on this vital infrastructure project that Russia built and invested in, all of a sudden... They're just going, they just decided to fucking blow it up. They just decided to blow it up. This is what John Brennan had to say. Former CIA director, you know, I'm sure he's not a piece of shit either. We have some more on our breaking news. NATO this morning calling those mysterious leaks in the Nord Stream pipelines sabotage. The gas pipelines, there's two of them. They run from Russia to Europe. And this comes at a tipping point time for Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. Overnight, the Russians touting sham voting results in occupied territories of Ukraine. These bogus results showing a majority there in favor of joining Russia, that's no surprise. This, by the way, mm -hmm. violates international law. The State Department says it signals a very desperate Putin. These actions from President Putin signal very, signal very clearly that he knows he is losing. He's on his back heels, and he's making every attempt to intimidate those who would stand up to him. I want to bring in former CIA <clears throat> director John take. Brennan and the author of Undaunted, My Fight Against America's Enemies at Home and Abroad, which is now on sale in paperback. Um, I do want to ask you about what this may mean. These sham voting results at a time where you have former President Medvedev, who's a current Russian government official, saying yesterday 
that Russia, and we, look, we've heard this before, but he's making this point, that Russia could use nuclear weapons if sort of its existence is threatened. Well, now you have these votes uh, of people saying that this should be basically Russian territory. Do you see any concerns between his comments and these sham votes? Well, I think uh, Putin and Medvedev are searching for things to do and to say that will indicate uh, to their people, as well as to others, that they are not losing this war as badly as they are. As pointed out, this is a sham election. It is illegitimate, illegal to hold such an election in a foreign country. And Medvedev has no idea in, in terms of what NATO might do and respond uh, in terms of what uh, Russia might opt to do on the nuclear front. Uh, but I, it's clear that uh, Russia is in a downward spiral. Uh, battlefield setbacks are coming one after the other. There is domestic opposition to this partial mobilization. So I think they are going to see some additional saber rattling and also mm -hmm. trying to consolidate uh, their hold on the portion of Ukraine that they do occupy. You're seeing this mass exodus of fighting age men from Russia as Putin is drafting them. You've seen some attacks at recruiting areas. We're even hearing about intercepts of these grumblings between top military officials. At what point is this going from grumblings to destabilization of Putin's regime in Russia, in your opinion? Well, I think we're seeing early signs of what is, I think, serious political opposition to Putin's war in Ukraine. Uh, as these young Russian men are trying to flee the country, it's clear that a large part of the Russian population is not supportive of this military conflict. And secondly, these young Russians know that they will just be sent to slaughter uh, in, in Ukraine. Uh, the Ukrainian forces have done exceedingly well as far as being able to withstand the Russian onslaught. And uh, the number of Russian soldiers killed in the tens of thousands, I think, is clearly sending a chill inside of uh, Russia right mm -hmm. now. So I think we're going to see more of this. The question is, what will be the breaking point and what can Putin do to try to reverse what uh, clearly is a very, very bad trajectory for him? Do you think he's stable? Do you think he's well? I think he is uh, an autocrat, authoritarian leader who is feeling increasingly beset by problems and by the miscalculations that he has oh, made as far as going into Ukraine. Uh, he's isolated. Uh, he is also trying to hold on to power. Uh, so I think we're seeing increasingly desperate uh, steps uh, that are being taken. And if these explosions in the gas, uh, undersea gas pipelines uh, in, off the Danish coast or acts of sabotage, I think we're going to see more and more things that Putin is going to try to do to uh, try to weaken the uh, resolve of the NATO countries, but also to try to intimidate uh, anybody uh, who might uh, oppose it. Do you think Russia is behind the sabotage <clears throat> of the pipelines? Well, I think all the signs point to some type of sabotage. These pipelines are only in about 200 feet or so of water. And Russia does have an undersea capability to that would easily lay explosive devices by those pipelines. And I do think it's a signal to Europe that Russia can reach beyond Ukraine's borders. Uh, so uh, who knows what he might be planning next. But I think this is uh, clearly a, a, an act of sabotage of some sort. And, and Russia is certainly the most likely uh, suspect. Why blow up their own? I mean, <clears throat> first off, this is the fucking guy right? John fucking Brennan, who worked within the Obama administration, right? So 
all the shit that the CIA was getting up to in the Middle East, in fucking Libya, you know, he can't sit there and say, you know, like, they're, they're, they're performing acts of sabotage, you know, they, they, their government is crumbling, all this shit, it's like, buddy, you and your entire, like, you and your entire fucking administration were funding rebels in Syria to, to fucking overthrow Assad's government, right? You funded all these rebel groups in the Middle East to overthrow a government because you wanted to let Saudi Arabia install a natural gas pipeline that ran through fucking Syria, okay? You have experience when it comes to acts of sabotage and fucking pipelines, okay? You, you and your entire fucking cabinet nearly caused a nuclear catastrophe because you wanted to, like, make more money with Saudi Arabia. They wanted to install a natural gas pipeline through Syria, so they funded a bunch of rebel groups in Syria to overthrow Assad because Assad didn't want the fucking Saudis to install this thing, okay? And for you to say, like, yeah, Russia's, like, the most likely suspects... Wasn't the fucking, like, what, the U.S. were, like, conducting drills the other day, like, near the Baltic Sea? Like, NATO, not the U.S., sorry, excuse me. NATO was testing underwater drones close to the Nord Stream leak zone. NATO was testing underwater drones. You're telling, you're going to sit there and you're going to fucking tell us that Russia blew up its own gas pipeline when they've got NATO fucking testing all these, like, drones? Near the pipeline, and clearly this pipeline has been a, like a big focus within this war because it's part of like this energy crisis. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's the most ridiculous shit, and I love I love CNN. I love CNN. How like the, the fucking questions they ask. It's the stupidest shit. Like I don't know what this this fucking blonde's name is. I can't. I don't know what her name is, but she's asking the dumbest most obvious, generalized questions that you could ask. They're so, like, it is, they're just questions where you look at them and you're just like, why do you think one of your studios got looted in 2020 during the riots? Because you ask dumb shit like this. Like, I love how CNN, like, CNN and Fox News, MSNBC, like, they're all fucking terrible. It's mainly Fox News and CNN that are just, the, they, 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 they are... The worst of the worst, alright? They are terrible, they're both shit, they are both, like, they, they're essentially PR agencies for political parties, right? you got CNN being a PR agency for the Democrats, and you got Fox News being a PR agency for the fucking Republicans, okay? That is essentially how it works. But I love the questions they ask, right? She's fucking asking, like, this former CIA director, she's asking him the dumbest questions being like, do you think Vladimir Putin is well? Who do you think did this? It's just like it, it reminds me of those questions that like Lee Sales questions that Lee Sales was thrown at Scott Morrison, where she's like, Do you think climate change is real? Do you think we need to do something about climate change? And then with Bill Shorten, she's like, Give me your exact economic plan towards climate change. I want I want to know how you're gonna tax the taxpayer. I want to know the every decimal point. Like she's asking the most specific fucking questions but when it comes to scott morrison she's like do you think it's real do you think climate change is bad and it's like 
with this fucking chick, she's asking this, like, former CIA... She's asking, she's asking John fucking Brennan, who was the CIA director in the Obama administration. Do you think Vladimir Putin's, like, well in the head? It's like, what do you think he's gonna fucking say? Like, what do you... Like, they, they are the dumbest fucking questions ever. They are so stupid. They are... They, they, it's just... I love how they take themselves this seriously. Right? It's the dumbest shit that you could fucking come up with. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, Trump was like, you look back on Trump, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Trump's exactly the guy to sort this situation out, but it's funny, you look back in 2018, Trump was saying that Germany had become totally dependent on Russian energy. He, he said this shit to them at the UN, and they just laughed at him. And now you, look at the, now you look at what happens now, like with the whole Ukrainian situation, he was totally right. Like, he was totally... He, was, he could not have been more correct, and they just fucking laughed at him. You know, and it's... He's, he's always given shit to them when it comes to their gas imports from Russia, right? He, he's... Really, I'm not saying he's the guy to sort this out, because I really don't think he would be. But, like, he could see this coming from a fucking mile away. Okay? And Germany was, like, even back in 2018, they were, like, Russia's biggest export market in Europe for gas. And it, they, they have a huge dependency on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, you know, and obviously the U.S. has gone to Germany... And they have obviously said, we will help you out when it comes to gas exports, you know, just come to us, depend on us, and then, you know, it's obviously been a bit of a shit show, and then you see this fucking, like, pipeline just blow up. And you're telling me Russia's gonna fucking blow it up? Really? Really? It's the dumbest shit. It is the dumbest shit that, you, that I could put... It, it, you can't keep, like, telling people that, like, it's Russia, it's Russia, it's Russia. Again... I'm not saying this situation is black and white. I'm not. I'm not one of these people that is like you know saying, "Oh, Russia's good, but U.S. is bad because uh, Iraq," or you know, Russia is uh, like uh, the Nazis. Like it's not so black and white. It is. It, it's. It's a lot. It's a fucking shit show as a whole. It's, this is a build up over fucking years of political discourse in Ukraine. You know, funding separatist movements, all that shit. All you know, classic fucking U.S. empire. Doing their fucking thing, acting like the world's cop, and um, it's it's like this entire shit show when it came to the gas pipeline. This was eventually gonna happen. This was eventually gonna happen. Some, that 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 pipeline was gonna fucking go, and, and we all fucking knew the entire time that Russia Russia was were not gonna be the ones to do it. Okay, and you got Anthony Blinken. Coming out saying it, it, it's, you know, it's a tremendous opportunity. This is a tremendous opportunity. This is great. Thank you, Russia, so much for blowing up your own fucking pipeline in the Baltic Sea. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. It's like, hey, hey dummies, he's fucking, he's, he's telling you straight. He's telling you that this was always going to be a valuable opportunity for them. This, this was going to help them. 
when it came to the, like, you know, running the fucking gas market, when it came to, you know, winning this energy war, this was clearly going to benefit the US. Why the fuck would Russia want to help the US in this kind of way? After all the sanctions that the US had put on Russia, you're telling me Russia all of a sudden is going to help the fucking US by blowing up like a, a, a fucking a vital infrastructure project in their own backyard? Really? That's what you get. That's the kind of shit you're going to come up with. He said, like, Trump was back. He, telling NATO straight to their fucking faces. The, Na the Nord Stream 2 pipeline between Germany and Russia needed to be stopped. It needed to be stopped. Like, it, it, it was, they were going to become too dependent on Russia. I'm not, again, I'm not saying Trump was the one, is the one to sort this out. But this is clearly always, this was always going to be a problem if there was ever a conflict in Europe, in Eastern Europe, mind you. Does it make any fucking sense? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. It's like, it's, I love how the US government, you know, I love how the media in the West, right? Whenever, and I, I know I said that like, you know, I hate these people that say, well, US bad, Russia good. I'm not, I'm not coming at it from this angle, but I will say this. I love how they cover this war and they're like, it's an invasion, it's terrible, it's a, it's they're, they're committing war crimes, it's illegal. The annexation of Crimea was illegal and it's terrible and he's a dictator and he needs to be stopped. But whenever the US does it, in fucking Iraq, Libya, Syria, wherever they want, it's seen as, it's an act of liberation and it's so good we're, we're conducting a special military operation. Now, I'm not... Russia does the, is doing the exact same shit in this point of time in their own country. They're saying that to their people. But it's like, you're all fucking as guilty as each other, really, when it comes down to it. I'd probably... The US is definitely worse, but you can't look at Putin thinking, well, if, if the US is allowed to do it, then Putin can do it too. It's only fair. It's... It's like, at the end of the day, Putin's a fucking psychopath. You cannot, like, encourage this or think this is a good idea because, you know, the U.S. happened to do it in Iraq in 2003. It's fucking, it's a psychotic, dumb way of thinking. But really, you can't look at this explosion in the Baltic Sea and say that, it's, you can't, you, you can't accuse the U.S. government and be called a conspiracy theorist, okay? The evidence just doesn't stack up. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway. All right. I'm going to read the question. I'm going to see if i got any questions. I'm done talking about politics. I've had my fun. Let's go to wish.com therapy. Let's end the show on a lovely high note. And just to remind you that the world isn't so bad. If you just breathe and you just trust yourself, you'll just, you'll just, oh, you'll just shine like a rainbow, sweetie. Whatever the fuck they, whatever, whatever it is they say on those fucking dumb morning shows. Oh. Or whatever they said on the Oprah Winfrey show. Oh. Okay, what do we got? Let's look it up. <clears throat> Alright. Girlfriend wants to take weekend trip with longtime ex FWB. What the fuck does FWB mean? What is that? A new fucking car or some shit? Oh, friends with benefits. I'm sorry. I'm not really with the lingo nowadays, you know? 
I'm too old. I'm too fucking old. There was that new, um, what was that show that just came out? Uh, fucking, the one on Netflix. <clears throat> the one where Trump would be really disappointed in. Because of all the kids and they're young and they're in school and they're partying and they're taking drugs. He just would watch that show. And then he'd go to a rally and he'd be like, They're taking drugs. They're teaching kids to drink. This is what the radical left wants. It's terrible. It's a disgrace. Not good. I just I just know it'd be fucking Oh, Heartbreak High, that's the show. Heartbreak High. Have you heard of this? Like it just would be fucking hilarious to see him get so angry over that show. They're taking drugs. They're teaching kids to have unprotected sex. They have ten different genders. It'd be fucking hilarious. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I just love how all these fucking new shows and movies are coming out. And, <clears throat> you know, like Lord of the Rings or The Little Mermaid, they happen to have, like, a fucking elf be black. Or they happen to have, um, the Ariel or whatever fucking name. Like, whoever The Little Mermaid is, she's Halle Berry's daughter and she she's black or so. I don't fucking know. I don't... And it's like, people get so emotionally caught up in this horseshit. They get so upset. They get so... Like, they treat it like it's a fucking serious matter that is um, affecting politics in Western society. And it's like, do none of you fucking dummies realize that this is just pure identity politics and you people just get whipped up into this emotional frenzy and you, you lose your fucking minds? Because... An elf happens to be black. Or the Little Mermaid happens to fucking, you know, be a different... Like, who gives a fuck? Who cares? This is not... I mean, you know, but I get why they people... You know what? I get why they talk about it. It attracts a lot of attention. I'm a boring old fuck who just talks about gas pipelines, you know, unions elections, all this shit, all this real boring shit that no one cares about, you know. Meanwhile, I just feel like I'm an old man raising my fucking fist in the air on my front lawn being like, you blasting kids, you know, I, I just, I feel like I'm getting old, you know, I don't get the big hype behind these fucking big studio movies and people getting upset over it, I get it, it's identity politics, and you got Ben Shapiro on the end of his mic being like, and they, I mean, this is what happens when the left wants Ariel to be black. I mean, I bet in the movie that Ariel will be listening to NWA where they'll be teaching kids about drugs, uh, assault, gang violence, and uh, uh, the, how the police is a terrible institution. That, that, that is not true at all. Uh, if you look at the statistics, uh, slavery was actually good for the economy. Like, he, I, I just, I can't do that. It's not my cup of tea. Maybe I will. Maybe I might just turn this show around and start getting mad over the fact that fucking She-Hulk and a new show was twerking with Megan the Stallion. You know. <clears throat> These aren't good shows anyway. They're fucking boring. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, friends with benefits. Your girl wants to go on a fucking weekend trip with her fucking ex-friends with benefits. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. There's more fucking red flags in this than a communist parade, and that's just the title. I can't wait to read this fucking thing. Alright. Hey. Well, hey, how are ya? Uh, my girlfriend and I 
both 28 years old, have been dating for five months. All right, so this is fresh. Oh, this is a freshie. You know, you just entered the waters. You're seeing where the tide's going. You, you know, you're, 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 you're swimming through the waves. You're catching waves. You know, you haven't gone too far out yet. All right. All right. This is, uh, this is five months in. Okay. So what's, uh, what's her old fucking, uh, old side piece got to do with this, you know? It's been amazing so far, and it feels like things keep getting better, dot, 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 until a few days ago. Bump, bump, bump. Uh-oh. I love how these all fucking start out as, like, some sort of really terrible fucking cheesy movie trailer from the 2000s being like, he was living at home with his wife. He started a family. He had a great job. He had a dog named Skippy until the neighbor moved in. I fucking love how these are set up. These are great. And it's like, it just reminds me of one of those really cheesy fucking god-awful horror movies from the 2000s where like the trailer music's like Linkin Park. Linkin Park! Alright, uh, I'm out of town for a week and my girlfriend... Sorry, my GF, I should say. I gotta stick to the lingo. The kids on TikTok are saying this. Isn't that right, Reader? It's so right. Oh my god, that's the problem. It's because of TikTok. It's not because any healthcare workers want to stand with the coalition. You know? Daniel Andrews announced that he would pay for the degrees of more than 10,000 nursing and midwifery students in August. And a lot of healthcare workers gave him the thumbs up. Matthew Guy, on the other hand, he's like, I'll give $325 million in my workforce health plan. And, uh, no. The Nursing and Midwifery Federations Union, the branch, I should say, backed Labor's plan. And they said the coalition's plan don't add up. Lacks detail, no timelines. No signs of commitment to uh, legislated nerve and wife-patient ratios, you know, all that shit. Matty Guy. Just stay on TikTok, my man. Anyway, let's keep reading this shit. I don't know how, I, I don't know how the fuck I got onto that. Um, <clears throat> I'm out of town for a week and my GF texts me to ask if I want to go on a weekend trip to a popular vacation spot that's a few hours drive away. She also mentions her ex-FWB, let's call him Mark, will be there. She knows I don't want to be friendly with any of her exes, so I feel hurt she asked me in the first place. I mean, yeah, that's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. Why the fuck would she want to go on a... Wait. So you tell... Okay, let's get this straight. Let me just recap real quick. She asks you if you want to go away. You say yes. She's like, great, we're going to go on a trip with a guy that used to fuck me up the ass. Really. She, she she's, You're going to go away... With your girl, and also the guy that's gonna be there is someone that used to fuck your girl. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a. I'm not, I'm not even that far into this, and this is a really fucking weird situation. I did chat with her and, I, and was open how I felt. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, and she was very open about her relationship with Mark. Here's the context Mark is someone she met in high school. They hooked up between freshman and sophomore year of college, but they also still communicated regularly and hooked up. On and off for seven years after that. Last time was two years ago. They still chat every few months via text or call. And he knows she has a boyfriend because she's told him. Um, 
I've explained why this makes me incredibly uncomfortable. When I said I didn't want to spend a weekend with her ex and a bunch of his friends that neither of us know, she said she still wants to go. She's mentioned she'd ask some of her other friends, but if they couldn't make it, she'd try to stay at Mark's Airbnb with him and a bunch of his friends she doesn't know. What the fuck? What the fuck? What kind of sex toys does Mark have? I mean, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Dude, this is not... This is fucked. You don't want to go. Like, why is this guy even talking to you girl in the first place? What, is she really good at Twister? At 3am in his apartment? Why, why, like, this is the thing, like, they, 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 they're clearly, they're, they're, they're fuck buddies, that's what they are, they're fuck buddies, you know, they get along well, whatever, but like, you know, you've established that you're not really cool with this guy who used to constantly fuck you, you don't want him around, and fair enough, I wouldn't want him around either, if I were you, I wouldn't want him around, no, this is bullshit, this is, this is bullshit, this is bullshit, and, uh, yeah, okay, let's keep going, because uh, I'm, I'm sure there's more bullshit to unpack. Um, she decided after our initial conversation, no, she decided after our initial conversation that she wouldn't go out of respect for me. I've echoed how much I appreciate this, and how it's great she's been so open, and that she can remain friends with this guy. Do you, okay, can I ask you something seriously? Do you, do you really, really, really want your girl to like, I mean, men and women listening to this, would you feel fucking comfortable with your partner constantly staying in touch with someone that they used to fuck on a regular basis? Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit fucking weird. You don't find it weird? Alright. Okay. I just don't want her going on vacations with him alone. Yeah, that's... I don't, I, neither would I. I'm not even in the fucking relationship. Nor do I want to, nor do I want to spend expended, extended time with him. But by all means, text him occasionally and go get a meal with him when she's back in their hometown. They are childhood friends. I get it. Yeah, and why don't you join them when, and when they fuck in the bedroom in the morning, you'll cook him fucking breakfast. I mean, dude, what? You can't have this shit, dude. This is ridiculous. No, dude. Like, I think you're just being a modern man where, like, you know, you just sit there and you just go, yeah, I, I want you to, I want you to freely do what you want. It's all fine. And, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with this at all. And I don't want to be a jealous boyfriend. And you go see whoever you want. I don't care how many times you used to fuck it. Like, dude, this is not, this is, no, dude, this is, these are giant red flags, okay? Yeah, okay, you can't fucking tell anyone who they can and can't see, but... You've got to you got to tell her how that you, you don't you don't fucking like this. I don't think you I don't th I think deep down you don't fucking like this. I I might be projecting here a little bit, but like you know childhood friends, I get it. I mean uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. This is weird. This is a weird situation. Like are you really comfortable with you want her to go get a meal with him when you're not there? Do you know the guy? You said you don't know him. I mean, I don't know, man. This is a fucking weird situation, if you ask me. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but I'm not content because she... Th 
Wait, but I'm not content because she thinks I'm being controlling. I've tried explaining going on a vacation with a guy who you're still close to emotionally and have hooked up with for seven years isn't something you do when you're in a committed relationship. Thank you. You finally got it. Or maybe I just didn't read far ahead enough. Whatever. Ah, uh, but she's not understanding and keeps telling me that I'm being, that I'm the one not being understanding that the relationship is just friends. The sex isn't even a big deal. It was such a small part of our friendship. Bullshit. Dude, they fucked for seven years. They were fucking for seven years and all that. I don't know, like... Uh, is there some way I can get her to understand that this relationship she's had with Mark isn't just a friendship? As much I want to keep this going, if she doesn't understand why I'm concerned and still feels controlled, I can't keep this relationship going. One additional note I'll make is... Is... Wait. One additional note I'll make is this is her first committed relationship where she actually calls her partner a boyfriend. So I can be patient, give her a bit of time to understand, but this seems like such an easy decision to me. I'm not sure why it's taking her several days to understand something that's seemingly obvious. Okay, here's the fucking deal. Let me tell you this, all right? <clears throat> if she's going to call you controlling because you're telling her, hey, I'm not exactly comfortable with you going away with a dude that you used to fuck to some Airbnb. Like, dude, there are so many fucking red flags in this situation that it would put the Soviet Union to shame. Okay? Like, it, like, you know, there's more red flags here than a fucking communist parade. Like, this, dude, this is ridiculous. Okay? I understand. Okay, this is how you should approach it because it seems like, you know, she belongs in the same friendship group, whatever. All right, this is what you do. All right? <clears throat> you sit down, you talk with her, and you, you just tell her. You say, listen, I want you to, like, I need you to respect what I'm asking for here, okay? I'm not comfortable with you going away with a guy that you used to have a sexual relationship with to his, to his Airbnb with his friends. I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really not cool with the fact that, you know, you guys still talk on a regular basis. I understand that you guys are in the same friendship group, uh, you know, but at the same time, I'm not comfortable with you you know, going away with all these friends and all that. Like, you know, dude, this guy, like, you know, it, you can't have this shit. Like, you know, the fact that he's still talking to her and... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, sorry for technical difficulties. I, I thought something happened with the fucking mic. I freaked out for a sec. No, it's all good. Anyway... What the fuck was I saying? Um, <clears throat> okay. You can't... Yeah, okay, sit down with her and say, Listen, I, um, I'm not comfortable with you going away with this guy. Uh, I'm, not I'm not comfortable with the amount of communication that you two have. Um, I feel like, you, you know, not respecting, you know, what I want and how this is going to make me feel. Um, you know, I don't really appreciate the fact that this guy is constantly talking to you after you guys have had an on and off relationship and like sexually like dude <clears throat> this is the thing when you're fucking committed to someone all right any past old flame whether or not it was serious or casual trying to be like hey what are you doing let's meet up let's 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 go away together do you want to get dinner or whatever like you both know the relationship that you had was very sexual and intimate right 
If, if you respect your partner, you shut that shit down immediately. You know? Um, and if she's going to call you controlling, saying, you don't let me do what I want. This is bullshit. You fucking piece of shit. Like, she, if she's going to, like, if you bring this up with her and she says you're controlling and she fucking criticizes you for this, dude, I would fucking walk. I would fucking walk. You're not comfortable with this. She knows you're not comfortable with this and she doesn't give a fuck. So she clearly doesn't respect your boundaries. She doesn't give a fuck about you. What if you, what if you had an old girl that you used to bang and you guys were, you know, you guys were talking and you, you know, you were gonna go away with her? How would your fucking girlfriend feel? All right, dude, you're not controlling. This is common fucking sense. Now, is your girlfriend trustworthy? Maybe, but this fucking guy isn't. This guy isn't. He should, if you, if this Mark guy, you know, had clean intentions, he would not be, he would not be talking to your girlfriend as much, alright? He would, he would respect the fact that she is in a relationship, she is with someone, and clearly their relationship, you know, uh, is not going to reflect well on your current relationship, you know? It's not going to look good for him, it's not going to look good for her, if she's talking to a guy that she used, to, she used to fuck all the time and, you know, now she's in a relationship and the guy that she used to fuck all the time is now talking to her. Like, dude, you can't have this. And the fact that you're communicating this and she's calling you controlling and shit, I don't know, man. I'd rethink this if I were you. I would strongly rethink this. Um, you know, if they're really... Okay, if they're childhood friends, right? I'm not saying she can't ever talk to him or see him ever again. But I feel like the only time that she can see him is in a group setting... When you're there at some social event and, I don't know man, it's a fucking weird situation. It's a weird fucking situation and um, if she was mature and respected your boundaries about this, I, I would, um, I'd be singing a very different tune. But the fact that she's calling you controlling and all this shit and she wants to go away with this guy, it's fucking weird dude. This is a fucking weird situation. Like, I don't know man. Yeah, I don't know. 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 Anyway. Alright. I'm out. That's enough. I've had enough. I've had fun. I've just had enough. I need to go. Anyway. Alright. Thank you very much for joining. I love you very much. I'll catch you next week. Send your questions. Emails down below. Mm. Have a fucking good one, kids. I'll, uh, I'll see you cunts next week. Alright. So yeah.